Here's a bit of the speech that King George VI gave on the BBC as Britain entered World War II in September 1939. And overseas, this message. And here's how actor Colin Firth, with some help from Beethoven, reads from the same words in the King's speech. Spoken with the same depth of feeling for each one of you, as if I were able to cross your threshold and speak to you myself. Colin Firth joins us from New York. Welcome. Thank you. And uh, the the traumas that actually figure in, in the theory of, of why uh, George VI stuttered so poorly were, uh, number one, being a natural left-hander who was converted to being a right-hander, having an abusive nanny who uh, starved him and made him cry uh, for her own reasons. Uh, the phrase tightly wrapped doesn't quite do justice to... Uh, to, no. to this man's uh, absolutely, absolutely. personality. And mm-hmm. by my count, uh, in the course of the film, you're playing someone who's happy on about three or four moments. Yeah, I think it, existence was pretty painful. David Seidler, our writer, is someone who battled with stammer for much of his life. Um, he, he described it as something which really is all-consuming. It, it would determine what you order in a restaurant, would determine how you answer the phone. If you have a task to do that day, you think less about whether your task is going to be fulfilled. You only care about whether you can say what you have to say. Yeah. I'm curious about how much of a uh, of a period piece playing King George VI is. That is, his manners seem incredibly out of date today. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, the way that he spoke and lived and looked. Do you approach that any differently? That is, do you... Do you have to get yourself into 1937 in a way that's different from playing somebody who, who was alive in the 60s. Yes, actually. This is one of the first things I asked our director, Tom Hooper. As a nation, we spoke differently then. Mm-hmm. It was more clipped. Nobody really talks like that anymore. People don't behave in quite that way. Uh, my grandfather, I can remember, still spoke with a tapped R. Terribly. That's terribly, terribly good. <laughs> and you really don't hear anybody say, say that anymore. Now, funnily enough, because it's recent enough... And we do have recordings, etc. I think we had to make more effort to observe it. But this was, I think it wasn't an exercise for its own sake. I think it was just, you realize how tight this guy was through listening to him. It sounded to me as if his jaw was locked even when he was able to get words out. You know, he had the weak R, might is right. Those things I thought were just useful because they they informed the way I played the character in all other respects. It took Guy Pearce... Who, who plays the man who was to become the Duke of Windsor. That's right. Guy shows up from Australia with what, to me, was the most authentic 1930s royal sound that I'd heard from any of us. I think we English have forgotten that we spoke like that. <laughs> uh, one of the questions in making this film was how how much of a poor little prince, duke, uh, king, you wanted to make uh, the hero mm-hmm. out to be here. One could have imagined that this is someone who could also be, have been regarded as a kind of a museum piece character whose uncles had fought the First World War and destroyed Europe and uh, who was part of a fabulously wealthy family going from Sandringham to Balmoral and back and forth as Britain was living through the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. Could have been a lot less sympathetic to him. Yes. 
I, I was afraid of trying to ask for sympathy because I think we needed to explain the damage and where it came from. But I didn't want people to feel sorry for him on that basis. This is a story about his struggle to overcome those things, and I, I wanted people to respond to that. And I think that there's a universality to this, which is very hard to explain in a way, because it's a pretty hard sell, mm. you know, to go up to somebody and say this film applies to you. And it's 1937, and it's about a member of the royal family, and it's about somebody who has a stammer. And, you know, most people you say those things to won't be a member of the royal family. And here we are in... <laughs> I should say so, yeah. Here we are in 2010, you know. And yet people seem to have very strong emotional and personal responses to this film. Anyone who has anything in their life which says, you're up, this is your moment, you have to deliver, and has been afraid of that moment, I think will respond to a great deal of this. Well, Colin Firth, thank you very much for talking with us once again. It's a great pleasure. Thank you. Colin Firth, who plays Bertie, the Duke of York, later King George VI, in the new film The King's Speech. It's All Things Considered from NPR News.